hello and welcome back to another episode here on Working Well. You are listening to Season 1, Episode 10. And Josh, what are we covering today? What are we talking about? Uh, We're talking about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Yes, Yes. correct. The SDGs, um, which if you listened to last week's episode all around uh, obligation versus opportunity for social impact, we teased that we'll be talking about, well, how do you actually make that impact in a very uh, financially viable and very practical uh, and very tangible way where you can go, you can point to it and go, this is the impact we're making. And remind me, do businesses have an obligation for these costs? <laughs> no, they have an opportunity to do this. This is uh, by no means an obligation to do what we're going to talk about on today's episode. Um, but if you don't, we will think much less of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a great opportunity here. It's something that we've really run with at BU as well as at Invest in Impact Co. over the last couple of years. It's something we recommend all of our uh, workplace happiness consulting partners do as well. So I guess we'll take a quick little break and get into the actual show and then we'll talk about specifically what are the SDGs first. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Josh, I'm going to hit you with a question to start us off. Okay. When did you first hear about the Sustainable Development Goals? Ooh, um, it was definitely through you. Um, this was a visionary moment, I think. Um, if I recall correctly, I think you were at, it would have been a speaking gig, networking conference, something uh-huh. where this was spoken about yeah. and you were quite enthused. Jump in if, um, if I'm not remembering correctly. And then you either called me or came to me in the office and was like, oh my God, yeah, we're doing this B1G1. Yes. Let's go. This company plugs directly into these goals and I want to be involved. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we went through them together and we picked some some stuff that we resonated with and we made it part of our our service offerings. Yes. Yeah. And so I think before even that, because I just realized when I first came across them, it was probably before you were even on board with BU. There you go. Um, so I was doing uh, the uh, global, I guess, incubator or global search through Singularity U, which ah, is yes. a startup accelerator over in um, uh, California. Now doing a global challenge looking for uh, vision-focused entrepreneurs and small businesses that could solve the United Nations uh, global goals or the big challenges that the world faced or play a part in solving it at least, yep. uh, normally by leveraging technology. And so we applied for that and got into this accelerator and this incubator program. It was a fantastic boot camp. I went away for three days and I was just talking a lot there. It was sort of what triggered in me this desire to use business as a vehicle for positive change and really give back. And so while we were there, they introduced us to this concept called the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which if you're listening and you're not familiar with it, it's basically the United Nations came together. I don't even know when. I don't know when these were developed. But they said by 2030, we want to focus on these 17 areas. Mm-hmm. So it's basically 17 challenges that humanity is facing. Um, not even just humanity, I guess the world is is facing. Mm-hmm. And really focus our efforts and our resources towards playing a part in solving this. So to give you guys more context for that before we look at the B1G1 part of the coin, uh, so if we look at the United Nations 17 goals, uh, we might just run through all 17. And as we do, feel free to listen and go, that resonates with me. I think you don't need to spread yourself so thin of trying to play a role towards all 17. Yes. So at BU, for example, we have four that we really directly support that resonate with us and they resonate with our members and they resonate with our community and the whole BU family. And our 
the whole idea of the ripple effect that yes. we have, yes, um, impacting more lives than just people that choose to work with us as part of the accelerator program. But yeah, spreading that ripple a lot further. Yeah. Should I just go rapid fire? I think so, yeah. Start us at the top. Let's go all 17. So the 17 SDGs are no poverty, zero hunger, good health and well-being, quality education, gender equality, clean water and sanitation, affordable and clean energy, decent work and economic growth, industry innovation and infrastructure, reduced inequalities, sustainable cities and communities, responsible consumption and production, climate action, life below water. I'd love to live below water. Life on land, peace, justice, and strong institutions, and partnerships for the goals themselves. Which I think is a really cool one that is the 17th of like, Mm -hmm. hey, we are not going to solve this on our own. Yes. No one organization is going to do this. When we collaborate and work together and share our resources and share our knowledge and our experience, we are more likely to achieve these other 16. So it's really cool that one of the goals is like, hey, this is about us collaborating. Yeah, coming together. Yeah, 100%. Um, What are your thoughts when you read through those in terms of like, how do you feel looking at those being the key goals? I think the first thing that comes up is, um, it is interesting. It's like, oh, this is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So there's a lot of stuff to fix. I think it might be the problem solver in me that's a bit like, this feels a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. How... um, how much, uh, what would be the right word? Like the first thing that comes up is suffering. Mm. There is mm. yeah, in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it is, it's a nice tie-in to the, um, the previous episode again because now reading through the list, the word obligation might make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Once you start to really feel through like, yeah, there's still people that are, you know, yeah, in really, really deep poverty, don't have food, clean drinking water. Yeah. It brings me back again, a little bit off topic, but it's like something at BU, we practice a lot of gratitude. Mm. And I was talking the other day to you and um, to my partner about this. It's like, we're like the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. Even you listeners are the 1% of the 1%. Like you have, just think about the things you have in your life, clean, clean drinking water, access to whatever food you want delivered to your door sometimes, like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think we lose perspective of that. Yes. So I feel the same when I look at this, I get a big perspective of reality check. Yes. And I can also feel, as you said, like a little bit overwhelmed by the scale of it. Yes. And that's exactly what happened when I first experienced these at, mm. that, in, at that accelerator is I actually came home and went, we need to do something towards all 17 of these. Yeah. And what I tried to do, and we spent a lot of time and resources and effort on it, um, I went through finding a charity partner for every one of the 17. I do remember this. And we had a booklet and yeah. we had everything. Nothing ended up coming of it. It took a lot of effort. It was really inspired. I had a lot of like enthusiasm for it. A month goes by, we've done nothing with any of those charities. Mm, it was all was concept, yeah. no follow through. Yeah, And I worry sometimes, you know, I still go to these events and I see all these business owners getting amped up going, yes, the United Nations Global Goals, we need to collaborate and work together towards these, you know, shit, yeah, let's go and do it. Yeah, You go back to your workplace and a week later it's business as usual. Yep. Right. And they might have on their list like uh, we're going to do an action plan for all 17 when it's like it comes back to what you said before about a, a single excuse me, a single drop in the ocean. Yeah. It's like, just pick one. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. Just pick a small thing. And then again, coming back to that example, I think it was last episode, the carpenter. Yes. Um, small business. How can I possibly make a change? Well, it's like pick one of these goals and that could be the sustainable sourcing of wood yep. or it could literally be through B1G1. B1G1, which is something we're going to talk about yes. now, I suppose, which is um, so for those listening, B1G1 is a fantastic charity organization. Uh, I believe it's based in Singapore from memory. Uh it's nowhere near as big as I think it should be. I think they've only got about 3,000 businesses globally that are registered with it. Uh, I'm predicting that over the next decade, this will be the big thing to do, A, for social impact, but B, is like it's a branding tool too. Yes. Um, so what they do is they have a already vetted list of charities because the problem with a lot of charities, and I didn't realize this until I started trying to choose ones mm. for each of the 17, the amount of charities where like a fair chunk of that money gets caught up in admin yeah, and it doesn't really go to the, you know, cause that you think that you're supporting yes. is fucking disgusting. Yeah. To put it simply, I was blown away by it. Yeah, I've been down this road before, especially surrounding like um, animal charities. and But yeah, I've looked into it and it's not that nice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you're just throwing money into a fire yeah, and being like, well, I hope it fixes it. Yeah. And what I liked about B1G1 is they're all vetted. But it's also very self-empowered. Like a lot of the approaches are what can individuals do and we're just giving them the financial aid and capability of doing it. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, a big organization coming in and changing a remote community. It's, hey, this donation will provide the funds for one Kenyan farmer to plant enough crops to feed him and his family and start selling some stuff. Yes. And they make a little micro business out of it. Yeah. So it becomes a little bit more self-sustaining, which I found really cool. But they're aligned with the United Nations Global Goals. So you go in and you're like, hey, I'm going to choose which goal resonates most with me. So Mm -hmm. a carpenter friend, for example, might uh, go down the one around uh, climate change or forestry or whatever it may be, right? Supporting forest and uh, life on land. So he goes in and goes, this aligns with my business. Now, you've got a few ways to choose which one you're going to support. One, what aligns with our product anyway? Mm. In that case, it's wood, wood. Makes sense, right? (laughs) Um, you know, a fisherman might do something to do with the water. Oh, water yeah. You could do it from that angle or you could do it from an angle of what do our consumers resonate with? Mm. So what means something to them? Mm. What matters? You can also do it from the angle of what matters to our staff and you can yeah. let your staff choose. I love bringing it back to staff because it's like, yeah, just ask your staff. Yeah. Have, have a big meeting, survey people, whatever needs to happen. It's like what change do your staff want to see? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What are they passionate about moving towards? Yep. And so you plug that into the B1G1 system, um, which st- I don't think I've actually said this yet. It stands for buy one, give one. Oh, so yeah. it's a system built around every time something happens, some good is done in the world. Mm-hmm. So what that could look like, I've heard case studies of a coffee shop, I think it was in San Francisco or Portland, somewhere over in the US. And they decided that for every coffee they sold, they provided uh, clean drinking water to a community in need. Now, from that as a branding angle, I mean, if you're a consumer and you're like, well, I can go to the normal coffee shop or I can go to the coffee shop where my coffee also funds a day of clean drinking water. Yeah. It's a pretty freaking obvious choice. So yep. they found that they actually grew quite rapidly from it mm. and they were able to create a nice story around that. But it was literally triggered as every time someone bought a coffee, there's the buy one, we give a day of clean drinking water. Yep. So there's the B1G1 part. Yeah, and it's just so tangible yes you know I mean? when, when you come down to like such a small goal like this even communicated in the way that it's like oh our goal is to you know what i mean give a thousand people access to yes. water. but if you can go now you buy one of my coffees 
and we give access to one person, like clean drinking water. It's yep. just so like direct, so tangible. That's one thing that exactly. I really liked about it. Yes. Yeah. And so they, for example, had it all over their coffee cup. Yeah. It said, thank you for changing your life today. You yeah. know, it gives people that nice feel good experience. It was a fantastic move for them sales and marketing wise. But I think if we go back to just the raw, you know, maybe we've got some skeptics listening to this that are like, well, how much is this going to cost me? You know, a day of clean drinking water providing that cost two US cents. Yeah. Now, their profit margin on the coffees, I don't know how much that is. I don't run a coffee shop, but I'm assuming it's more than two US cents per coffee. Yeah. And they're selling more of them and getting so. customers for cheaper. Yep. Right? And, yeah, and this comes back to that thing um, that we touched on, I think, again, last episode where, yeah, we talked about the obligation side, but this is also an opportunity and there's a lot of indirect benefit to your organization um, that I think a lot of business owners don't consider. Um, And that is communicating the impact that you're having, the effect it has on morale and culture within your team. Like, yeah. And it becomes like a growing, um, it compounds like a snowball, right? Because, you know, this small coffee shop in Portland then grows bigger and gets another location. Amazing to them as a company. But they're selling more coffees, which means they're providing more days of clean drinking water. Like it's just win, 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 win every step of the way. And if I was a barista going to make coffee at that coffee shop as opposed to the coffee shop that doesn't have this impact, I'd have that sense of pride in my work. It's like, oh yeah, I'm also helping make this impact. Exactly. And so what I recommend people do is A, you go to B1G1 and then you go, okay, which global goal do I want to support? Mm -hmm. And you choose that from the list by either asking your customers, asking your staff or aligning it with your product. Yes. Um, Or all three, you know, we're not limiting you to one. Um, you then plug in what's your amount that you can spend. Mm. So you can you know your profit margin, or if you don't, find out your profit margin on your product or on your you know whatever it may be, and go okay. Our profit margin's ten dollars. Realistically, I think it's fair to say five to ten percent of your profit margin mm. could go towards this. Mm-hmm. So fifty cents to a dollar is your budget for this. It's not going to have a huge impact on bottom line. Things are going to look quite good, yep. right? And so you put that in and B1G1 spits out all of these projects that you can choose from. Mm. Now, that's obviously for the tying it to a product side, but we've done something. We obviously do that every time someone enters freshman year. We fund four days of a personal development uh, skills camp for underprivileged youth in Southeast Asia. Yep. We're going to sophomore year. Uh, I believe it's the mentoring sessions. We give um, 20 youth development programs to disadvantaged children. Yes. And then, you know, junior year has one of its own. Senior year, when we work with a company, it has one of its own, et cetera, et cetera. But we also realize this doesn't just have to be when we sell something. This Mm -hmm. can incentivize behaviors. Yes. So we were struggling to get feedback forms. Yep. We wanted to hear anonymous feedback forms from our clients to give us insight into what we're doing well and what we can improve. Yep. And I'm sure everyone listening to this has had that happen before where you go somewhere and you get an email or a text, hey, take 30 seconds to give us feedback. 90% of the time you're like, fuck that, I'm not going to fill it out. What's the benefit? <laughs> yeah. And what hit home for me on this was I saw someone else do this. I saw um, Dent, who's one of our uh, previous mentors and coaches, had after each session, hey, take 30 seconds to fill out this feedback form. Not only are you helping improve us, but every feedback form provides a meal to someone who's going hungry. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, if I don't take the three things to fill out the form. <laughs> it's like a FOMO. I'm stealing a meal from I'm someone. Like, a meal I'm taking a meal out of someone's I'm a mouth. jerk. 
right? And, but then when I fill out the form, I feel good because I'm like, I just fed someone. Yep. Took 30 seconds. Gotta love pain, pleasure, motivation. Yeah, so we did the same thing, but with clean drinking water. Yeah. And I found out the other day, most company feedback forms, you expect a 10 to 15% response rate. Mm. Ours is 60%. Yep. Four times higher. Yeah. And for us, again, it costs us two US cents per one. And we went, is it worth two US cents to us to have someone tell us their honest thoughts about how the company's going? And that answer should be clear. Yeah. Definitely, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so you can use this internally to drive behaviors. I've seen people tie this to KPIs for staff members. Mm. So other than just being like, hey, you get a benefit, you also get to choose a benefit. Um, yeah. So any behavior that you want to incentivize. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can drive with this. Um, yeah, social impact again. Yeah. Mm. So it's such a powerful platform and uh, we're very much going over time today, but it's going to be a little bit longer of an episode because it's something that I just want to really drill in on. Like this could not be simpler. Yeah. If I could go back and say to myself when I first found out about the Sustainable Development Goals, dude, don't waste weeks of your life going and putting together a whole portfolio of charities that you can then go and support and do all the vetting yourself and like fuck, it took a lot of time and we did nothing with it. Yeah, the risk of sounding a little bit obligatory, which is now becoming a dirty word, um, it's like there is really no excuse now, you know what I mean? This is so easy to plug into. Yeah, it's, like, it's so why? cheap, so sustainable. It's beneficial for your business. Yeah, It's beneficial for your workplace. Everyone feels good from it. And the cost is next to nothing. So mm. in terms of fees, because obviously B1G needs to exist as well, they have a sliding scale system where your annual registration is proportional to the amount of revenue you do mm. and to your staff size. Yep. So if you're a micro business of like one to five people, it's a couple of hundred bucks a year. It covers all the admin costs, which means a massive chunk of the money that you're actually donating actually goes to the project you're supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a huge multinational, your you know fee to be part of the platform is going to be larger because you're going to be doing a lot more projects, mm-hmm. theoretically and ideally. Yep. But man, I dream of the day or imagine like you go to Woolies to buy your groceries mm. and at the bottom of the receipt. I already can see it. Yeah. Bottom of the receipt, it just says, hey, by you buying food for yourself this week, you've also provided X amount of meals to you've the hungry. you fed 10 other families. Dude. Yeah. Like if anyone from Woolies is listening to this, <laughs> hurry up. Get in touch with yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up and get, get in touch with us and we'll help you roll it out. So this yeah. is actually something we do as part of Invested Impact Co. is we set up companies, B1G1 platforms. We set up their social impact goals. We set up all their systems so to make it really easy for this to happen so that they're not having to take all that extra load on of monitoring it all and going, oh, we've just had a sale. How do we donate? All that fun stuff. We take that off people's plates. So if you are listening to this, I would highly recommend bringing up the conversation with whoever you need to at work, but just go and check out B1G1. Mm. Have an explore of the sustainable development goals. Yep. Feel out what resonates with you and, yeah, go from there. Mm. All right. I love it. Okay, and as always, I've just realized this is becoming a theme to the show accidentally. We have Josh's wrap-ups. Um, it's like a Cliff Notes section. Yep. People theoretically and I, could fast-forward the whole show. I always forget you're going to do it. And just listen to Josh's last two minutes. <laughs> um, so you want my takeaway? Yeah, what, what's your key? If you were to summarize the show and distill it down, this particular episode. Um, yeah, okay. I'm just going to slow down, feel through it. I think um, what immediately comes up is it's so simple to, yeah. to make it to, to make this impact now. Um, kind of what I said at the end there. It's like it really does feel like there is no excuse um, 
oh man, I'm really flip-flopping on the whole obligation opportunity thing because it's like with B1G1 and um, the SDGs um, and, and the whole system, it is like the fact that it is so simple now to me is starting to make it an obligation again. Yeah, yeah it's like the barrier why, to entry is so much smaller. Why wouldn't you choose this? Yes, given exactly. the impact you can have. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and impact in all types. I mean, even if you are be a skeptic and come down to just your profit and your bottom line. Yeah, it's been shown that businesses that do this have a higher profit. Like mm. B1G1 um, has all over their website case studies. It's amazing to check out. Yeah, because if you want to be cutthroat, this is still a marketing asset for you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you get the warm and fuzzies at night. <laughs> That's always a nice thing to have when you go to work. Yeah, I would say my summary is much like something that a parent might say, but hopefully not say. If you don't do this, it's not that I'm angry with you. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> um, but seriously, thank you for listening. And if you do want help with rolling this out, either help getting it across the line at your organization or workplace, if you're championing this and you're pushing it forward, but you're getting a lot of pushback and resistance, message us. We're more than happy to talk about coming in and helping you fight the good fight yep. and move it forward. Uh, or if you've got approval and you're like, hey, this seems like a good move, but you just don't have the time or resources or capacity, to implement it and to take it into action, please don't just let this be a moment of inspiration and concept. Uh, reach out to us. We're more than happy to talk about an action plan to come in and help drive that impact forward together. And if you do want to know more about how BU Coaching makes an impact, if you head onto our website and go to About Us and then About Our Impact, it actually has all of our um, global goals listed there. Yeah, and you can track what we're doing. We've set some goals for ourselves over the next 10 years, I believe. Yep. Uh, what we're working towards. So, as always, we'll put the links for all of that in the show notes. Um, you can go wild on that. And make sure that you share this with your colleagues, that you like, share, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. If you are listening through Apple Podcasts and you haven't written us a review yet, it does mean the world to us when you quickly do that. Um, and you know what? Just on the theme of today, screw it, why not? Uh, for every review that you guys leave, oh. we are going to donate a meal to one person. Love so it. I just decided that then it's official, it's formal, it's happening. So for every <laughs> review that is left of this show on Apple Podcasts, you've just provided a meal to someone in need, which means if you don't go provide a review now, you're a bad person. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>